Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Guardians, and welcome back to Fireteam Chat. I am here with Sean Finnegan. Hello, everyone. And CJ, the video guy, Gibson. What's up? What's going on? This is episode 70. And before we get into today's episode, which is going to cover, Bungie has swung the ban hammer publicly, noted mm-hmm. that they've been taking down some cheaters. May Melee is the big topic. They've adjusted some melees since this Tuesday. They also had a Twitch stream on the art of Destiny, and we'll get into that a little bit, talk about the upcoming streams that Bungie's doing. And Destiny Recruitment. Not about getting jobs at Bungie, but in fact... Unfortunately. ...looking for other Guardians, and they're going to be developing some companion app stuff. So, uh, before we get into the show, a reminder, of course, check us out on the iOS app, the Android app, the PS4 app, Apple TV, whatever you got. We're there. Xbox One. That's right. We appreciate it. And it's a great place to watch the show and more IGN content. So, with plugs out of the way... Let's start with the first topic. Oh, I, I actually feel bad. I should mention Destin has been on vacation. So if you've been worried about him, I keep forgetting. Like, Destin's missing. It wasn't meant to be mysterious. He's just having a great time. Yeah, uh, don't worry about Destin. Was... He's in China That's and right. Taiwan with his beautiful girlfriend. That's right. Enjoying the, the sun We're on the beach. We're seeing the updates. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. If anything, He's doing worry right. about us. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in this room. We yeah. actually should have done updates on what Destin's been doing on vacation, which partially included screening IGN videos. So shame on you. <laughs> Sorry about that. And That's swimming right. with sharks. That is a legit hey, thing. Huh. It was a shot. Did not know that. Yeah, wow. yeah, you should see it. So hopefully, you know, that there's no more of that. And, yeah. he, and he's back for sure. We that. heard from him last <laughs> night. I think he's fine. He's all right. All right, let's get on to the show. The first topic is I want to talk about the Banhammer. They've publicly said on Twitter, Bungie, and I think this is more of a show of force. They just said hours ago, and we're recording this Friday the 13th, uh, around noon Pacific Is it really Friday the 13th? It really is. Oh, snap. theme show. There's no theme to the show. That's Friday the 13th. But anyway, uh, Bungie has said, before we reveal the Trials of Osiris map this week, which is Bannerfall, I just revealed it, know that the security response team just banned a bunch of cheaters. Play nice. It had a lot of likes, a lot of retweets. Yeah. There was no real details. They referred you back to their help page. Um, and that was my question to you guys. First of all, thank you, Bungie, for making a note of it. I think actually the community would want you just to say this more. Show us that you're doing something. But I will also say I have no idea when people are cheating like because the lag is all over the place. So, so how do you know? That's, that's exactly kind of what I wanted to point out. Is like, I would like to know what exactly constitutes this cheating. Because we are aware that people do cheat, but it's always kind of been nebulously defined. Like, there's people out there who... I my 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 fire team people will call it lag switching. Yeah, like yeah. and I'm like I don't know what that means, but I suppose it's like taking advantage of the the way your networking works so that you appear to be lagging when you're really not. Well, you in, you introduce lag into the match yeah. with the switch is how it works. Actually, yeah. I haven't done it or anything with, so with the sole goal of making you more difficult to kill. 
Yeah, well, because not, the hit detection gets all messed up. It, yeah. it can even drag your team down. And, I mean, we've all yeah. experienced it, those of us who play PvP regularly, just even in Crucible, that there's sometimes random people who are always in red bar but, like, never seem to have their own performance affected. Yeah. So, like, we've seen it before. But just, like, I don't know if that's, you know... I guess my my question would be like I think it's interesting to define like what is just network issues versus what is cheating you know yeah I think but what, I think everyone is on board with the fact that there are less cheaters like everyone yeah. hates cheaters it sucks to play against them so good on Bungie for actually addressing it right yeah, yeah. I mean it can be done I mean I assume that Bungie starts to look into how often is this person lagging mm-hmm. they have been doing this for a very long time you know I don't know how it worked in Halo back in the day um, maybe you guys can talk a little bit about that but. They have ways to look at it. So I think if, so, if somebody's getting a lot of reports, like, look, that's got to be the start of it. The people who get, like, a report here and there infrequently, there's no pattern. <clears throat> they must have a system for tracking patterns. So if somebody's constantly a lag problem, something might be up, and they'll probably take a good look. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I would love – and again, I report every single person I fight against who has red bar because I just get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and if they yeah. and if they have too many kills and not enough, uh, well, yeah, well that's that my really thing. Makes like, them mad. That's what I. That's <laughs> yeah. what I have Reporting. to imagine, right? Is like if they're red bar and I report them, and other people report this person, Bungie takes a look, and then I have to defer to their judgment as to figure out whether or not it's just an issue with their connection or if they're actually live switching, right? Because like, what if you're just yeah, you live in. The forests of Alaska, well, and your internet is just 56K. And mm-hmm. that's an issue, too. I mean, I played with uh, a couple friends from Hawaii. Their internet, for whatever reason, was always notoriously slow yeah, or laggy. They're and on the, an island. And the, yeah, and there was that, the there was that issue. Yeah, and you, you were like, is this a connection problem? And often it was. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, how they detect connection problems consistently with cheating, that's a whole, you know. That's, that's, I'm sure yeah, they have, like, but, much more deep tools than we have obviously yeah we they just have, speculate again i think they look for some trends uh maybe this is you know some answers that we can get out of them uh or maybe they already have these answers on their forums but i don't think so i think they don't want you to know exactly what they're looking for totally abuse the system yeah um but obviously there's other things that can happen of people like in rumble you know trying <clears> to help each other not just for like a quest line or something which i've done by the way i don't consider that <laughs> yeah true. how else are you supposed to complete that last <laughs> word kills <laughs> I know. the first curse man totally like, like i did. swoop in yeah, yeah actually to describe that for any of you have not done it. So in first curse, you have to get, uh, I think it's like a seven kill streak or something yeah. um, in you know one match. And so it's much not easier. Not an easy thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I might be getting flack for this now. But like no truly, problem. like I don't find that fun. If it was fun, I'm not going to like game the system. Um, but it's like the same way that we find like we've woken the hive and going to that spot on the moon. <clears throat> um, it just makes the quest easier and more, call it fun. And so, anyway, you can go yeah. into Rumble with a friend and be like, just come over here and shoot me in the head. And I it's really, still actually challenging, by the way, to not be seen and get the job done. So. And I actually wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, in my mind, that doesn't constitute cheating because you're taking advantage of a mechanic that exists in the game, right? Like, this is something that people used to talk about all the time in World of Warcraft is the whole working as intended thing. Well, but you're not supposed to be able to join with a friend in Rumble and take advantage of getting the highest kill, right? Like, but, Okay, that's so not what we were doing. What I'm either, referring right? to here is the the quest line that rewards you the chaperone, that really yeah, long yeah, PvP yeah, quest yeah. line. The first step is you have to get it's like a percentage, hundred percent of uh last word kills in yeah. Rumble. Go renowned in the crucible. I had a pretty tough time doing that, and I was a big last word guy, and this is when last words was good. Yeah. Oh my and, god. And uh <laughs> I roll. So I, th- I I think I remember getting to like seventy percent before being like, oh, I can just have two of my friends jump into a rumble playlist with me and yep. just have them tell me where they are and I'll come and find them and kill yeah. them. And I completed the quest really quick. But if if Bungie really didn't want that happening, and clearly they probably didn't 
intend for that to be the way you do it. But yeah. that mechanic exists. Like there's no way to const- there's no way to address that strategy to make that strategy not viable by disallowing people to not have their friends in the Rumble playlist with them. So yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. And look, I don't think it's considered cheating, and that's it'd be interesting to hear what you guys think. Like, I actually did. There were some people in there who were like really mad, and I was like, I'm doing like a quest line, like, dude, yeah. I'm not ruining the game for you. I didn't even get the highest score. But I wasn't I, going for that. I think what you're talking about though is two different things. Like exploits within the game. Yeah, that's totally different versus the ban hammer to. Stop cheating, cheaters yeah. in PvP. Yeah, and this for is, sure they have those technologies to. Well, to, I mean, yeah. Again, the point so. of that discussion was just like, listen, what cheating, is cheating. Yeah, cheating yeah. is like in a lot of people's minds, there's a spectrum to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. but they're. I don't think. Yeah, they're not chasing down people like that. It is definitely. I'm sure people who constantly are lagging out. Although or, I'm sure a bunch of people who did get banned were like, I wasn't cheating. Yeah, I was just like, doing this. Like know. working is intended. No, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had an amazing cheat <laughs> session. If, if if I can explain this for two seconds, I one time had a trial match. where where it was the last round, and people actually ninth just... Ra- right, it's the ninth, ninth round. round, yeah. So, of course, I didn't have... Uh, I was three coins short. Uh-oh. Story of my life. Yeah. And, didn't um, have that mercy, bro. Didn't have that mercy. My friends went to the lighthouse, and I was like, oh, we'll just do one more. Burning Shrine was the very first week of trials. The people all stood in the center for the whole two minutes of the match until a capture point appeared. Yeah, sure. And I couldn't hit them. So I couldn't melee them. We couldn't shoot them. We couldn't do damage. What? And they were just standing there. So I still have the gameplay where that's happening. I'm like... That's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And, then, so, and before that, you hadn't encountered that. No, just I have not. happened to be the last round. To, exactly. The round like, of the last round. So when those are happening, it's like I it remember saving obvious. that clip and sending it. I'm like, okay, get rid of those guys. So that's, that's you know, that's a little different more than obvious. Yeah. yeah and, and I think it doesn't happen often. But when it does, you're like, oh, it still is amazing yeah. that that occurred. That's so. the stuff people are looking for. If you heard a beep, yeah. I think my laptop, which is in the room, just made a I was wondering sound. what that was. <laughs> it's a very heavenly sound, by the way. It'll be throughout the show. Transition. Um, so yeah, actually, perfect timing. Thanks, producer laptop. We should move on to the next topic. Now it's doing way more than just my, a notification. You know what's awesome, actually, for those Why is at it? home? It's playing my, uh, it was playing the Twitch stream for the Art of Destiny, which is not our next topic. Why we'll would it give you notifications when it's closed? I don't know. My laptop Microsoft. is sentient Microsoft yeah. laptops, man. I think my laptop is cheating in Destiny. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Um, we don't need to... We don't need to rewind that and go back. So, okay, next topic, main melees. That was a big update this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what they've been working on on 2.2.02, which is the latest update. Um, melees in particular, right, were not connecting. They talked about the distance from a player's head versus where the hand hits. And so this was something that in particular affected Titans. Um, Who know, have and, the shortest melee. Yeah, and, and Hunters, you know, Warlocks have very long-distance melees, which people still think are too much. Um, but let's read some of the feedback that I pulled from Bungie's forum. You know, I did try to look around and see if there's any trends. This is not intended to be um, painting a particular picture. This is just some of the stuff that I found. And I think we need more time with this topic is the point. So, okay, for starters, Agent X 407 said, I've noticed almost zero changes to melee. Still misses most of the time, especially on my Titan. Why is it that the class that's supposed to punch things has the worst melee? Okay. So true. <laughs> yeah. So he's not noticing the change. He or she is not noticing the changes. So next up, UGL13RTH4NU. I'm sure that has a clever pronunciation. Dude, it's uglier than you. Oh, it is. <laughs> Learn to read nice lead speed. Wow, that is so obvious now that I'm looking at it. I can't do that live on the show. 
Okay, I just so, did. Nah, you did. You had more time. Okay, anyway. So, I just looked at it. All right. Congrats. You get a medal. Okay, next, <laughs> he, he goes on to say, running some Crucible today, mostly 3v3 modes. Got hit a couple of times and went flying across the map. Kind of like when you get meleeed with a Cabal Shield. Um, I have uh, another one that was from Shadow336K. How do you pronounce that? Sean. You did it right. Oh, thank you. Okay, so he, he also said, a Sunbreaker's charged melee sent me flying. So there was actually a number of these comments, and I actually did encounter this. And I was trying to remember if this, I definitely have encountered it in the past. But I think I, I encountered it again this week. And so I think there's something going on with this new change that is causing that, like, massive, you know, force that sends you flying across the map. I thought it was hilarious, but obviously <laughs> that's not intended. And I survived the hit. What? And so it was really weird that, like, I, like, went flying into, like, a wall and I was able to, like, land. It didn't kill me and came back down. So I do think this is a real thing that's going on. There was actually more commentary <clears throat> than this. In yeah, there. I thought you were referring to, like, after they take the hit, their body, and they die, their body goes flying. That happens. Yeah. And, you know, in the yeah. past, before the update, I've gone, like, out into the sky and ceiling. This... This one, I think that's happening to some people, but I also happened to survive one. Yeah. Um, and it was really strange. And did you have fall damage? Like, were you high enough that you got... No, like... no. I was like, I think, uh, I forget which map, but it was pretty low. So oh, I okay. just, like, hit a wall, and it was, like, a weird thing, and I, like, was able to get back on the ground. Yeah. So anyway, there's definitely something going on, maybe, where they're going to have to tweak this. It sounds like it's a bug. I mean, look, this happens when you make changes. That's why they're afraid yeah. to make these changes, obviously. Yeah. When you, yeah, when you change those hitboxes and stuff like that, you're probably going to encounter that more often. Just uh, It'll be interesting to see. I have not yet done it. I'm looking forward to yep. trials this weekend, and uh, Melee's galore, I'm sure, will we'll, yeah, be able yep. to figure that out. Uh, on the other hand, Phoenix Slash says, I'm loving the changes so far. Melee's feel more snappy, and the hit detection and target locking feels fantastic. Thank you, Bungie. Is he a hunter, though? That's the question. Uh, I don't know, but I saw some feedback in there as well about still some some issues on the hunter side, too. So, I mean, look, not trying to say that um, it's not working, but this was definitely some of the feedback that I saw in there. And actually, I'm going to go to my Twitter really fast where I left um, a poll, and we'll see if we got many results. Um, I actually had asked, how are the new May Melee changes working for you in the latest Destiny game update? Um, only about 100 votes so far. It was a little early, so if you want to get in there and vote, at Fran Mirabella on my Twitter, it's there. Uh, 50 47% are saying it's not noticeable. Uh, 17% are saying it's great. 23% say okay. And 13% say worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really add it up over the majority say it's not noticeable or worse. And a little less than half say that it's improved. And so, you know, again, those are early results. We'll see how those goes. See how that goes. Maybe talk to them about it on the next show. But um, the, ca- the caveat question would be: And what class are you? Because again, Titan, sure, Titan Hunter, and I mean, if there's they know overall, we're talking about maybe, but it's true, yeah. it's true. I Fact probably should have caveated that. Yeah. Well, you screwed it's the okay. whole poll. Now, it's okay, CJ, video guy. <laughs> um, that's a Fran note, normally, right there. I'm always looking for the way out, so pa- to disprove pa- something. Apologies. No, no, it's it's quite all right. So I did have one last point of feedback in here, which. I thought was very interesting. And so uh, KBoss722 says, shoulder charge range is ridiculous. <laughs> Better than sh- some shotguns now. It's the only one I could find. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but if Just you've been Because <laughs> most people think it's pretty balanced. But if you've been watching the show, I've been on my quest that I totally think shoulder charge is just like, it's too much, man. Like, I definitely have dodged them, you know, that happens. But I'll have my back to people sometimes, and the ability to come slamming into me drives me nuts. So, again, I'm totally jealous. <laughs> How is it any different than just getting shot in the back? 
because they can do it from so far away. So for the radar, it, light, it lights up. Away. Now you can't get in that fast. It moves at a faster speed, obviously, once you're really trucking in on someone. It, like, locks onto them. It does not lock <laughs> it on. It targets them. It doesn't target. It, it does. It moves you towards them. You charge in a straight line. Well, that's what I mean, though. But, yeah, yeah it's moving towards you at a faster rate. It's not well, just yeah, like you, it's a charge. I know. It's like a loop. But I know, but that's the point. You can move anyway. I, I, <laughs> I love just this. like to create this moment on the show, <laughs> yeah. basically. And I know, by the way, there's a ton uh, of people out there who are so mad that I keep bringing it up. In part, you're that's a warlock. Why. You can melee me further than I'm, the shoulder charge I'm goes. I'm not saying. <laughs> I love it when I play with you, and yeah. every time like a, a Titan does that, I just hear ah, and I yes, already know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, the, the reality is uh, every class has some imbalance that people don't like. Yes. This happens to be one of mine. I see these too much, and that's just me. And you're totally right. And there's tons of people on the other side who are like, dude, I got punched to death by that warlock. Please fix it, uh, or whatever it may be. So, I mean, I totally get it. Oh, um, yeah, dude. How many, times, how many times have you fought, even being a warlock, how many yeah. times have you fought a warlock where you clearly had the advantage, and then they just melee something? Shield. Yeah. And they gain an overshield out of <laughs> yeah. thin air. Yeah, well, yeah. the flame That's shield so is awesome. It's yeah. absurd. Like, wow. and they even nerfed it recently, and it's not as strong as it used to be, but yeah. it still changes most of... Like, it's still a game... It's still a... Uh, an encounter-changing thing. Yeah. Like, it can definitely give you the edge over someone in a 1v1. Yeah, but you can get overshields on other characters, too, so it's not an exclusive feature. But per <laughs> the, the melee, per the melee the feature makes it a very guy. nice version Only of that, as so, yeah. a Defender Titan. Yeah. No one runs Defender Titans <laughs> in PvP. Well, I know some Bubble Brothers who do that. Oh, my gosh. If you go back to an old episode. Anyway, no big deal, actually. I thought that was funny that there was a comment in there. At least somebody out there agrees with me. <laughs> It's like it's just like a campaign now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere Everywhere. is going to find. Let's talk about that. Totally just kidding on that one, everybody. Uh, so <clears throat> let's move on to our next topic. Well, you didn't ask us what we thought. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys said you haven't had a chance to play that much. So. I played a little bit. Okay. So. I didn't really know. I voted in your poll. Okay. Oh, yeah. you did. Wow. He's yeah. one of the uh, like, one of the one hundred, the one percenters. <laughs> I haven't really noticed much of a change. That was the yeah. thing that I noticed. Like that was the thing that I marked right there. I play a Titan and mm-hmm. I play a Hunter. I. It's not a bad thing though that I haven't noticed a change because to be honest, like I wasn't whiffing melees like all the time before this update. You know, like every once in a while there'd be like a up oh, that should have connected and it didn't. But it wasn't like it wasn't happening all the time to where I felt like it was a huge thing impacting gameplay on a day to day basis. Yeah, like it didn't bother you ton in the first place. No, yeah, like every once in a while there'd yeah. be an issue, but it wasn't. You know, and I have that too in the game. It's usually lag related, but I can never tell. Um, what about you, CJ? I, I, yeah, the testing field is Iron Banner and Trials. Yeah, me. so you're going to wait for this weekend. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. Because all the game types, you know, Control and Rumble and all that stuff, yeah. it, it's hard to tell until you get into those modes, in my opinion. Just laughing because all yeah. this guy plays is Trials. <laughs> I don't think he does anything Let's except do for, it. like, 12-hour runs of Trials it's, at, like, good. midnight to, to 8 a.m. That lighthouse sun, you know? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> I need it. So, that's May Melees. Let us know what you guys thought. Obviously, in the comments, uh, we'd love to see what everybody... Uh, who's watching the show, listening to the show, thinks. So uh, let's move on to the next topic, the art of destiny. This was a Twitch stream. I know you guys didn't get a chance to catch it yet, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was just the other day. Um, but what I thought was really interesting, and I actually have to watch it in full, but I watched some of it. Um, just, you know, this this had happened, I think it was back at GDC when they showed uh, some of this to a smaller audience, and so now they brought it out more broadly. I think they added 
um, even more to it. But they showed like iconography, things that have not, you know, how it transformed um, emblems, capes, and like these are like high res concept art. You know, it's not just in the game. Uh, they showed some of the evolution of like the class icons for the various characters. Um, I found it was really interesting. They were talking about Sleeper Simulant, and so they went through like these various renditions, but they have like cool full-on art of Rasputin's lair, you know, that's not, again, not from the game. And so you get a real chance to see the vision um, behind the game. And, you know, as they put it in their own words, sometimes it's just art, you Mm -hmm. know. It's not meant to go in the game. It's just to inspire, to look at. So, you know, you kind of got to keep that in mind looking through it. Uh, One piece that I thought was really cool is in the midst of it, they showed just what they said they really thought represented the feel of Destiny. It was like this loot chest with skulls on it, a couple chains. You know, it looked like it was on the moon. Uh, and then it had these glowing ice cubes, which were like big ice cubes, essentially. And it's glimmer, you know, these glowing blue pieces of glimmer. I guess in my mind, I've always thought of them as like much smaller. Um, but they're like huge pieces, like almost half brick, so to speak, um, in the concept art. So anyway, really cool stuff in there. Um, the next streams that are coming up are... The Raid, which I think is going to be really interesting, and that is next Wednesday, May 18th. And then um, after that is a ride-along in the Crucible, where they're going to talk about that. So, you know, I think they're doing a really good job of sharing a lot more insight in a time where, honestly, <clears throat> we need something more to talk about, more to uh, latch on to and discuss. Yeah, we talked about this on a previous episode. Like, these streams are cool, but ultimately I think they really only serve those people who are, like, super interested, like, to yeah. take deep dives into, you know... Like those people who are you know really interested in reading all the lore and the you know the uh, the grimoire cards and all that stuff. I mean, it's cool, and maybe I'll you know take a look at some of the highlights. But ultimately, like, not the most engaging thing for me. Yeah, I mean, we've had this discussion before. Yeah. It's like it's an hour of your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially a stream like the Art of Destiny, you're gonna have to watch. I don't think you can. You could listen, but I don't think it's nearly as. Uh, impactful you know um well, yeah, especially I mean, with the art yeah it's not for everybody yeah that's the point though and it's destiny's not... environments and art and concept stuff is like the strength of destiny like all of their stuff looks so Beautiful. cool yeah. yeah like i even i did a stream what, what was i doing was it iron banner yeah i was doing an iron banner stream like last week or two weeks ago on here on ign and kyle o'connor was like my my co-host mm-hmm. and he doesn't play destiny yeah. and he was just remarking the whole time like man these characters and this armor and yeah. these guns like they look so cool yeah and that is totally true of Bungie, like their design is, their design and their aesthetics are like you know, second to none. Basically, yeah. When Destiny came out, that was my biggest thing. It's like it may not have been sixty frames a second. It may not have been the like highest yeah. performing graphic engine in the world, but it for what it pulled off and artistically and honestly, that's usually the games um, that I think are best. Call it graphics and art direction and everything together. It's just like they, the feel of the world really comes together. And Bungie, between the lighting, the way they handle textures and everything, you see some of this concept art. And you're like, yeah, I get Like, the feel <clears> is there. Other games, you see stuff, and it's like, wow, I wish it was that. Yeah. Um, but this feels like art. It's a good-looking sure. game still. I mean, oh, when, yeah, you, totally. when you compare it against other stuff that's being released in the last, like, six months, years, like, it's amazing how... Not even, even just though, good, great. Well, yeah, yeah it's amazing. And especially where, yeah, they, you know, were, you know, trying to keep them consistent for... Xbox 360 yep. and PlayStation 3 as well. Like when you think of that in yeah. general and how they were able to achieve that, it's still mind-boggling. So yeah. yeah, I mean Bungie over a decade-old plus studio. I mean they've got really good talent, and that is mm. it's just a difference you see with a studio like that. They've been doing this a long time. Yeah. They know how to bring that to life. I also and, don't think uh, I also don't think Destiny is the type of game that needs 60 frames a second. So like the fact that it's locked at 30 gives them this 
greater ability to. Yeah, I hear the uh-oh. <laughs> have I more hear the internet <laughs> starting to rumble uh-oh. in disagreement, Sean. I think I think I don't know. I'm gonna maybe it's controversial of me to say, but it, if you're the type is. of person who demands 60 frames a second without any sort of explanation as to the the benefits of not having 60 frames yeah. a second, then I think you're kind of a fanboy. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at it this way. It depends on the mode you're playing, because I would 100% argue, like, the single-player experience, or sorry, I'm so old school like that, <laughs> the campaign experience, uh, PvE, is totally, like, you know, 30 frames works fine. I don't feel like I need that accuracy of the gunplay. It'd be nice. At the same time, I love the beauty of it, like you're saying, and there's that trade-off. Mm. And I also don't want frame rate inconsistency. We already see some of that. So it's I mean, a choice so that, rarely, though. Yeah, but the point is, that's the reason you choose not to try to hit 60, um, but I will say for PvP, mm. man, I'm dying for 60 frames a second at this point. Um, I'm really not. Not in I Destiny. Totally I, I'm back and forth because, I mean, really? especially, yeah, the last little bit, like, I love 60 frame per second games, like yeah. Call of Duty, Halo, all that stuff. But even with the recent addition to 60 frames in Halo, it's like there were some major sacrifices, you know, texture pop-ins and graphical yeah, detail and that. lighting and stuff like that. Like, the campaign of Halo looks very different from the multiplayer. Yeah. That's jarring. Like, for me personally, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like, you make compromises mm-hmm. as a designer if yeah. you want to hit 60 frames a second like look at and i know we don't have gears of four out yet gears of war four yeah Yeah, sorry i got super (laughs) jumbled up there i know we don't have gears of war four out yet but they are doing a 30 fps campaign where they're going to amp up all of the environments and detail and aesthetics and lighting and shadows and all that stuff but the multiplayer will be 60 frames a second and what we know that and what we've seen and what we've seen of the 60 frames a second multiplayer is that it looks terrible Right. Well, like it looks but terrible. Playably, it may play great. Right, Maybe. and that's the thing is like I, as a multiplayer first guy, I'm the type of person who says that a game's graphics doesn't really matter because you're focused in a multiplayer game on the gameplay. You want it to be responsive. You want it to be crisp and like accurate. But I think Destiny is like it's pretty much there. Like, do you really think that you need more responsiveness than? is already in the gameplay other than that just philosophically you know you're getting it because no, of 60 I mean, frames a second like could you play csgo at 30 again different to- different game there it's not yeah. built for and it and that game looks terrible anyway so the way, that's the, that's why so it runs so smoothly <laughs> i mean it doesn't actually look terrible no, like 1.6 yeah, and source now look dated but like by counter strike yeah by counter strike global offensive standards i mean sorry by counter strike standards Global Offensive, which is the current iteration, is actually a pretty game. Yeah. Pretty and look, for I, what it is. I think is. we table the topic for later, but the point I was trying to make is there's a, a reason and a feel of 60 that people really latch onto, especially in the competitive field, you know? And I think that's where Destiny isn't really seen like that. Destiny I, is not that game, though. No, it's not. We it's don't not. have yeah. lobbies. We yeah. don't have private matches. We don't have well, it's, tournaments. We, we don't have land. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that, that yes, is a whole please, separate yes, chat. Please, yes, I, I know. That's what I mean. It's yeah, like, philosophically, all, all of these things just don't fit into yeah. what the DNA uh, of Destiny is. Yeah. Well, let's come back to the topic. 60 it's, frames a second. It's yeah. not binary. <laughs> I actually really enjoy PvP, and I know a ton of people who are like, I hate playing it at 30. They hate. But it's like... How it's do they know game. that they would prefer 60? Well, it's because, never yeah. existed in Destiny. No, because you play any other shooter that is 60, and there is a certain feel to it. So, but Halo but, traditionally was 30 frames a second. Yeah, exactly. And until I think for, the last Halo. And that's the thing. I think it's it more of the... Yeah, but the, <laughs> what was it? Yeah, for a few frames. It was less than, uh, yeah, it was less than exactly. Easy to render 280 <laughs> yeah. Now, it is one of those things. Destiny, and I think the reason why I love it so much, is it does have a unique feel to it. 
that I don't think a game has achieved in that way since Halo 2. I mean, yeah. Call of Duty did its own thing, and there's been a bunch of other games who have done their own things. Destiny is something similar to Halo but is dramatically different from even the, the weapon balancing. Like, that that conversation, I remember you guys having the earlier, mm-hmm. you know, versions of Fireteam Chat. It was like, oh, I feel like I'm playing a beta. I we call like them the non-video guy versions. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you know, that, now that I'm here, yeah, just to pre. Uh, but it's like now you just get past that. Now it's like Destiny, it's its own thing. The weapon balancing is always going to be a constant evolution. Saying, oh, there's no, you know, you introduce a new weapon as a DLC that breaks the game. It's like, no, that's the game. Destiny... Evolves. Iterates and evolves, sure. and that that took a long time for people to actually psychologically process. Yeah, that. there's just, a lot you know, of people who oh, don't. Like it. Yeah, I don't like that. You're changing my weapon, and it still hurts sometimes when you nerf Plan C for a good year. I mean, yeah, yeah, I knew you had an agenda. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. There it is. So but it's all I am, about but you know, I am, <laughs> I am adapting. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying that's the yeah. piece of puzzle. I see. He wants yeah. his cake, <laughs> and uh, wants there. You get it. Come on now. Uh, I can't do quotes right now. Let's move on. We're almost at time. Actually, let's save the sixty frames. Uh, discussion for later, even though we basically just had it without destiny. Okay, next topic. Recruitment. Um, Actually, these are looking for Guardian-type features. Um, And so what they're talking about is in the companion app, so wherever you can get that in iOS or Android, um, they're going to add filters. So it's actually, it's interesting because basically that's all these are, is a way to say, hey, look, I'm looking for a King's Fall Heroic on a PS4, and I need a guide, or I need one more player, or whatever it is. And so they're going to be adding these features of platform, the activity type, how many spots you need, uh, guide options. And then they also had notes on um, select tone and select intensity. I'm not sure what those options are yet. They were under mic, but I'm not clear. They didn't show what those meant. So I didn't know if it was like – I assume it has to do with sound and mic because it was right under the checkbox of must-have microphone. It's probably something way more obvious than that. So let us know in the comments if you understand what that is or have seen that before. But anyway, I think this is great. Um, like I, we always have brought that up in the past, and I think we've all just kind of adapted. But it's really hard to find people to play, be it Prison of Elders or Trials especially or other things where you just want to jump in and play. And so the fact that Bungie is going to officially support an easier way to do that through the app, great step forward. You know, I think they're still going to be very resistant on raid matchmaking and some other stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think this calms the, I want raid matchmaking people who never go away? I don't think it does. Um, But I think it's good that they're saying, look, official app supports it. That's where you move your items around. That's the official vault support um, to move between characters and stuff. So I think it's a great step forward. They didn't say exactly when it's come out, but they wanted to say, hey, look, we're working on it. We're doing something. Whenever I'm playing Destiny, I have the app there. Like mm. it's right there on my phone. It's just sitting next to me on the couch. I don't, I don't know. I don't really get the. I've never it's really not understood. Inconvenient to you? To what? To use the app. Um, I mean, it's a I little inconvenient. That's where you're going. Like I use other apps. Like I use Loadouts. It's my favorite. Oh, you use um, a different app. Yeah, I don't like transferring weapons in the main app, even with the improvements. I like a big list of weapons. Uh, The way Loadouts works is different than the others is it's not character and what they have on them. It's literally primary everything listed by light level. Special everything by what – and you tap and send. That for me works great. I know other people like other ways. I like Dim. Like Dim, that's the item manager. Uh, There's Ishtar. uh, uh, Not saying that's the name of the place. So Destiny item manager I used – on Ishtar my desktop, Commander. but like I haven't, I haven't found the default Destiny Companion app on iPhone to be what I need. It does what I need it to do. Right. Well, anyway, let's not get too far off topic on that. I like the the app, there's a lot of different apps, but this was no app? meaning. This was just about uh, <laughs> looking for you know teammates and stuff like that. So I think it's great that they're adding it. Oh yeah, me to too. the main app. I think it is absolutely a long overdue need to be quite honest. 
And so we'll see how good it works. But like even for me, I have the good fortune of all of you guardians out there who've come and be my friends on PlayStation and made it easier for me to find people. But I know there's a ton of people that don't have that luxury. That's why we have places like the Fireteam Chat Podcast Group on Facebook. We have, well, you can find us on YouTube. You can go reach out probably people there in the comments and so on. But it's hard. And so the easier that it is to like hop on at a time that you do not have planned and say, yo, do you want to play Trials? Can we put together a raid? I think that's great that they're supporting that instead of leaving it to the community, which they've sort of officially said before, like, look, we know that there's services for that. You guys can figure that out. But now they're saying, nope, we're going to help you out. Within the context, though, of, like, doing that, I will say this, like, the community finds a way to do lots of different things. So it is cool that, you know, within the context of thinking about them having to redesign a UI every time somebody in the community does something really cool, it's really neat that they kind of go, oh, you know what? We're going to leave the game UI as is. Because I would mm-hmm. like some of these things to be in there. Yeah. But the amount of time yeah. and energy that it would take to probably evolution and sort out putting those things in the game that people are doing on the internet and on your computer and on mm-hmm. your phone, it's cool that they're kind of going, hey, you know what? It's this, also like... We, we know that that's there and that's good, but use those things and we'll do our best to slot whatever is you know applicable mm-hmm. within the game. It's probably also a big networking challenge, right? To be able to filter all those guardians by all these little options and stuff, depending on where they are in the world. Like That's probably got to be a tough thing to do Like from a networking perspective. I'm not an engineer or yeah. a designer, but... Open a web page out in your console or whatever. Like, seriously, but different discussion. Uh, point is, like, I would love it in the game. Is my point, but I mean, it's I think everyone would love it in the game. But this is a pretty good op. This is a pretty it good is. thing because here's the other thing: is like you know, you could the other thing that like I don't think people can. I don't think is immediately uh, immediately obvious to people is that this is all stuff that you could do before you even get to your console. Mm-hmm. So you could be planning your raid hours in advance like hey i'm getting off work at this time how about i send you an invite and you can assemble your crew beforehand if you're not the type of person who already has a crew that's a great point touche right it's like well okay if it was trapped in the game you'd be complaining that you can't send stuff outside so that's the thing what what would you rather would you rather this all be in the game or have this (laughs) are they mutually exclusive like i'm like you i want weapons to iterate and not to touch plan c that's right. I want both, as we just That's true. So, I mean, that's right. That's so right. I want both. I um, mean, this is really cool because it'll allow people to find people to play with. I never really thought that finding people to play with in the, was a difficult thing in yeah. the first place. But you already have a big network of friends. And so, anyway, it's great they're officially supporting it. We know LFG is, like, really important to a ton of people. Mm-hmm. That's still going to exist. doesn't change that. You don't need to move. Um, but they have now adding it to the app. And if they evolve it, it could be really interesting. And one last feature that we'll touch on before we go is it had, like, this approval function of letting people into your fire team is sort of – Letting the other person know, yes, you're in while you try to arrange the invites. I thought, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I read it. And so I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's a cool feature saying, hey, yes, you're in. It's been approved as part of the app. So that gives you a lot of confidence that you're not going to be wasting time, hopefully. You know, I think the point that they were making is, like, it's not going to be part of the game. Uh, but tied into the, the apps are, of course, people's official network tags on the platforms they're playing on. So. Really, I think it's convenient. It's just a peek into what's coming, so we have to like wait and see on this one. But um, kudos to that. I'm glad they're supporting it. So that is it for today's... Great matchmaking next patch. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Well, Probably not. <laughs> so that's it for today's show, uh, episode 70. Again, Destin, we miss you. I believe he's coming back very soon. Um, thank you guys and girls and everybody out there who joins us on the show every week. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel that we just launched at slash Fireteam Chat. You can find us. Uh, let's go through the list real fast, Sean. Find me on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan. CJ. At Gibson Films and on PS4, the video guy underscore in between. Man, 
He really wants you to play trials with him. Let's do it. If you're trials. extremely good, he's got a high <laughs> bar. And then uh, I'm just um, Fran Mirabella on Twitter, uh, FM3 on PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox, although I don't play Destiny on there. So that's it for this week's show. And as always, guys, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.